The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snap your tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase. Save $20. Download the Game Time app or use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win up to 100 times your money. That's right. Turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% positive bonus up to five hundred dollars we're also brought to you by hall of fame bets the sports betting research platform for player props parlays and game lines download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and get 50 percent off your first month and start making smarter bets today Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guys. Me, really real, villain real. It's Ralph from Virginia here at your service. Tell them to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. And we are here to break down the NBA awards market. Already got rookie of the year, all rookie team. We got those out the way. We are moving on to the NBA most improved player of the year award, six man of the year award. Got my guy Dante Swift with me. Dante, what's going on? Not much, man. NBA right around the corner. Uh, it's a fun time, or it will be uh, when it gets here. So, yeah, looking forward to breaking this down with you, and uh, hopefully we can get a winner or two here. Yeah, absolutely. We had uh, earlier yesterday, it was yesterday, yesterday the preseason kicked off in Abu Dhabi with the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Dallas Mavericks, um, and where Anthony Edwards said that if Rudy Gobert ever takes a three in a game, he guarantees, absolutely guarantees, that he will walk off the court and not come back. So, if you want to parlay your Rudy Gobert over half a three with Anthony Edwards under, then absolutely make sure you do that because that just sounds like an ultimate lock of the year. Rudy Gobert over a half a three, Anthony Edwards under whatever, because as soon as Rudy Gobert shoots it and makes it, he's going to walk off the court and it's over. The game's going to be over. So Luca actually played in that game, which was slightly Cat surprising. Too. I think Cat and, uh, Cat and Pat played, else. Kyrie played, yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody everybody yeah. played. It, it, uh, my guy Greg Brown was getting minutes in the game, and it was only 12 minutes. So hopefully that means that he locked in his spot on the team and they're just not going to play him anymore. Like they didn't have to see anything. My guy Greg Brown the third got minutes in the game. I, oh, man. I mean, between Greg Brown and Moses Brown, it, these guys got to be on rosters. They got to be on rosters this year. These are the ultimate buy buy in replacement players. Greg Brown, Moses Brown, uh, Ricky Rubio. Uh, who else is the ultimate replacement player that always comes through? Freaking the, the GOAT, Paul Reed. Paul Reed. I hope Paul Reed gets the respect he deserves this year. Like, man, all these players are great fill in players for us. But now we're talking about the players that just step it up another notch in the most improved player of the year category. Uh, 
couple of things to consider because there has been talk of, oh, they questioned the integrity of the award with John Morant winning it two years ago. And, and you know, they're saying, oh, well, now it's going to go to these good players. It's not going to recognize the players that actually made growth in their game and all of that. Uh, not so fast because Laurie Marketing won it last year, six years in the league. And that's relatively an older award winner in the past 10 years. If we just look at some of the trends from the past 10 years of the most player player of the year award, we have only three players, three did not make an all-star team. Do you know which three did not make an all-star team in the past 10 years? Uh, yeah. Pascal, Victor, and uh, no. Gor- Goron. Is Goron team? You've got two or three. Okay. Yeah, yeah uh, I don't know the other... Oh, wait, was it... No, I'm pretty sure... Was it Ingram? No, B.I. made the made yeah, okay, team okay. that year. Yeah. Di and Victor Oladipo first first year All Stars that year can't be Jimmy can it Jimmy made it in fifteen I thought Jimmy was a first year All Star as well yeah I don't know I'm all out shit I named everybody CJ CJ McCollum has never oh, made wow. an All Star team oh, CJ McCollum has never made an All Star team so mm-hmm. CJ in 2016 Gordon Dragic in 2014 and Pascal Siakam in 2019 only three players that did not make the all-star team that year the other seven did make the all-star team all of them were first time all-stars so not only is that a category you have to be a first time all-star but none of them and this is pretty I don't think it's crazy but it just shows none of them were replacement players when they became an all-star so all of them were legit all-stars. They were voted by the players, by the media, by the coaches. They were legit all-stars that year, except those three. Uh, if you look at the years in the league, talking about how long these guys was in the year, in the league, a majority, this is about three, four years in the league that people are winning this award. CJ, Pascal, and Ja all won it in their third year in the league. Brandon Ingram, Giannis. Giannis is probably the biggest notable name on here. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Butler all won the award in their fourth year in the league. Victor Oladipo won it in his fifth year in the league. And Laurie Markkinen, Gordon Dragic won it in their sixth year in the league. Julius Randle, seven years in the league, he finally gets most improved player of the year. I say all that to say that we have trends First-time All-Star, about three three years is the medium. You're not going to get a second-year player coming in winning this award, which makes sense. Uh, three years in the league, four years in the league, maybe a five. Six and seven are a little bit of outliers there. So, reading down the awards market and just uh, some of the names that pop out, you have the consensus favorite, which is Mikel Bridges at 8-1. Tyrese Maxey floating around there at 10 to 1. It's and this can you can find these pretty good odds everywhere. I see Maxey around 13 to 1, somewhere around there. Kate Cunningham after him, about 12, 13 to 1 around there. Uh, you have Austin Reeves at 16 to 1. I see Alfred Shangoon at 20 to 1. Evan Mobley at 20 to 1, 30 to 1 out there for Evan Mobley, actually. Scotty Barnes is hovering around 20 to 1. Jordan Poole is hovering around 20 to 1. Uh, 25 to 1, you have your Josh Gibby, your Tyus Jones. I I think we can leave it there. And if you have a a longer shot, please let me know. Oh, I do. I'll I'll, I'll save it for later unless you want me to just go ahead and rattle it off now. No, go ahead. Go ahead. If you have a longer shot, rattle it off. I think James Wiseman at 35 to 1 is probably a decent shot. 
uh, former lottery pick, different location. He played pretty decent with uh, with the Pistons after he got traded. Um, I am kind of worried about the log jam they got at the forward position. I feel like they got the same, pretty much the same power forward center um, in three different guys. But again, if anybody's going to break out, I think he has the talent upside on both ends to be able to, you know, make some flashes and, you know, injuries and just being in the wrong situation for him probably caused him to be, I guess, lesser than what people expected from him. But I think in uh-huh. Detroit with Monty Williams there, uh, you're going to get K he's going to get K back. Hopefully he can stay healthy for a full year. Um, they got uh, a SAR. So I think they got a decent, I think they got a decent shot to be okay. And I think he can be the catalyst up front. So 35 to one, I think it's worth a dart. Uh, so my issue here with James Wiseman is I don't, I don't foresee any situation where he's an all-star. Yeah. Like if we're, if we're just going off of that, I I just can't see, because if you look at it, all right, the front court is going to be locked up in the starters. We know who the front court starter is going to be. It's going to be Giannis. It's going to be Jason Tatum. It's going to be Joel Embiid. There's no changing those starters. Barring an injury, those three are 100% starting in the game, or at least at the very least voted as the starters because this is 50% of the fan vote here. And that typic- the fans typically drive who is going to be like, yeah, it's not going to be anybody crazy like that year that, uh, what was it, Zaza Pachulia? Or it, I think <laughs> yeah. it was Zaza Pachulia yeah, where was he was Zaza. like, yeah, yeah he was super work. high up in the yeah. voting. And it's just because Golden State, and it was really like uh, Australia or something like that, the that terrible country of Australia where I will never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever visit Turkey, in though. my life. I think he's from Turkey. Oh, was it Turkey? Who was it? It was somebody that had all the whole country of Australia backing them one year in the all-star voting. I have no idea who it was, but it was like one, it was one person that had the whole country of Australia backing them. Or was it like, it might've been Turkey. Nah, he's from Georgia. Either way. Yeah. So it's somebody that had a freaking whole country backing them and they were like top three, maybe not top yeah. three, but like top nah, but Zaza five. Zaza was up there too. Year. Yeah, it was crazy. Whoever you're talking about, yeah, Zaza, Zaza was number one in the fan vote. But we knew the players and the coaches and media and all that weren't voting him up there. And so is there any, there's no situation where he's voted in as a starter. So he has to get in as a reserve through the media players and coaches that's where I kind of struggle with a lot of players in this high price range. I can't see a viable path for a majority of them to even become an all-star, like, for the first time. Uh, I mean, is Ty- Tyrese Halliburton was an all-star last year. Was he an all-star last year? Yeah, he was. It was the first time all-star. Yeah, so, like, he's he's already missed his window. Uh it's not it's not looking good for the people at the bottom of the list. I want to give you I want to give out a crazy long shot that has a chance at least get in the top 3 of voting, but when you look at the bottom um, of the list, who really who really has a shot here? Like I mean, who has a shot maybe, to become an all-star? Yeah, I don't know. Um Yeah, I'm just trying to look at the All Star thing is a, is a is a big part of it. Um, I didn't even factor that into my into my handicap, to be honest with you. But uh, so the last out of the last ten years, we're just sticking with that sample size that you brought up. All of the guys but one averaged twenty 
twenty plus per game, and that was Siakam was the only guy in the last ten years who hasn't okay. averaged that. So that's another thing that I that I was looking at is the points per game. So I'm thinking that you got to have a little bit of volume and at least improve your statistics by at least 20 to 30 percent, um, depending so, on your situation. So what I did is I if you are a guard in the West, I immediately X'd you out. You have no chance of guard you have no West. chance of being you have no chance of being uh, an all star. No, there is no zero shot. There will be a first time all star of a guard in the West there because you have Steph and Luca who are definitely going to be in the starting like in the starting lineup. You Kyrie. have SGA in the West. You have Kyrie in the West. You have Anthony Edwards. You have De'Aaron Fox. Didn't even talk about Clay Thompson who could potentially step you know step into the fountain youth and have it. The only person that moved out is Dame. Let's see if if they even give it to Ja. I mean, Ja's going to miss what be gone. Is he eligible to do that? Or does, I don't even. I mean, I've seen we've seen Kobe go out there and play one game and be in the All Star game. So yeah, that's Kobe. I, that's Kobe. Yeah. yeah, but like even if you take out Dame and John, like it's just you. You just have too much. Didn't even mention Devin Booker. Devin Booker. I. I there's no shot if you're a guard in the West immediately x you out for this award. You have no shot to make it as an All-Star, and I'm not going to take my chance on somebody not making an All-Star and still winning the award. What about so the East, guard-wise? What do you think? Guard-wise in the East, we look at last year's All-Star, and so Kyrie's gone to the West, so that opens mm-hmm. up a spot, but Dame's mm-hmm. immediately going to take that spot. Mm-hmm. So Dame and Donovan Mitchell, 100% probably going to be the starters. Okay. And then you're going to probably have some, you know, some toss around Tyrese Halliburton's probably going to be thrown in yep. there. DeMar DeRozan, okay. you know he's going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Jalen yeah, Brown. Uh, DeMar DeRozan is always an all-star. Like, at this point, DeMar DeRozan is always yeah, I just don't. I just don't he's think like he... Paul George. He's the Paul George of the East. Yeah, I can kind of see it, yeah. I just, he's yeah, I can kind of see it. Yeah, I could kind of feel you there. But Jaylen if anybody, Brown, but he's on about he's he's on the honorable mention. Like he might be. He's okay. Like, so you could potentially so yeah. potentially Demar Derozan could lose his spot. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't think Tyrese Halliburton is losing his spot. I think no, he's I he's ascended, he's ascended to greatness. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Brown could potentially. Uh, I don't think he could potentially lose his spot. He's going to be in. Mm-hmm. You have. No, Jalen Brown's not. Jalen Brown is averages like twenty five per game. Like he's he's going to make it. Uh, and I, and this is from a Boston Celtics hater. He's going to make it. Drew Holiday did make the All Star game last round, last time around. I don't yeah. think it's outside of realm possibility that Boston has three, he's because I don't think it's guaranteed he's not making it. <laughs> and he made it last year. He yeah. made it last year. Do you remember the? Everybody was shocked that he made it. Didn't even have a graphic for him. Nah. So, that, but that's the thing. You also have Jalen Brunson, who was snubbed last year. He's potentially could make it. Like. So one of Jalen Brunson or Julius Randle is somehow, some way, going to make it on this list. I don't know which you. one, but one of them is going to make it. I got a name at twenty-two to one that I think we all, I think the whole podcast, the whole podcast likes that. It's he's in a new environment. He's going to be running the show. New team. Tyus Jones, twenty-two to one. Is he out of shot? Tyus Jones at twenty in Memphis. He's in nah, the West. Nah, he, There's no. No, no, no. He got traded. Oh, he's oh, in, it he's says Memphis. He's in Washington. Yeah. In Washington, I, does he make an all? What What makes Tyus Jones an all star? Hey man, he's gonna not going to he, score. He's not going to score. Well, I mean, now that he's in a different situation, he might be. We already know he's going to have the probably one of the better assist to turnover ratios. The Washington's going to be bottom feeder pretty much, so he's going to get a ton of minutes, a ton of attempts. 
So if he can increase, what what is he? Uh, let me see. Because sixteen is sixteen point nine is probably the threshold. I mean, he averaged ten last year, so if he can get that up to sixteen, sixteen and eight, I mean, that's first time starter. I don't know. I'm just, I mean, when we when you look at eight, doesn't sound like enough to. It, it, it probably it's probably not. But what if they what if they come out hot and they surprise everybody and they start off what like sixteen and nine or sixteen and eight or something like that. Mm, okay, we could throw them in the mix. I don't. I mean, know. It's just, I just I, think I, it's, I mean, it's, with the like it's, you said, it's hard to go well, with these. Do, so so between is Tyus Jones the. No, no, there's no shot, Tyus Jones, because Tyus Jones is not the first option. He's not the second option. Is is Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma? There's no way they get three All Stars in because if he's because if you don't put those two in, you can't put Tyus Jones in, and there's no possible way, no shot. Washington has three All Stars. They be, they'd be lucky to get one. Yeah, so that's true. I, I, no shot, no shot from Tyus Jones for me. I, I just want to go down the list, and that'll help us x everybody out. You let's just go ahead and say you have to make an All Star this year to be in consideration. Mikael Bridges, okay, he can be an All Star. Um, that's that's clear and obvious. He's the favorite. Yeah. We agree there. Tyrese Maxey. This is even more interesting with the James Harden probably yeah, being shipped thinking. out at some point. He's going right. to be a starter at this point. So, yes, right. Tyrese Maxey can 100% be an all-star. Kate Cunningham. Yeah, but my thing is, I mean, what is he improving from? I mean, he was good as rookie. He just hadn't played in the last two years. It's- but that's the John Morant. That's the John Morant effect. And John Morant has already proven for the award once recently that you don't have to not be good. You just have to accelerate how good you were. Yeah, I mean, I can see K- Kate is a twenty point. Tw- Kate is a twenty plus point score. One hundred percent, he is, and he's going to be in a lot, a lot better offensive scheme um, now that Casey's gone and Monty's in. He's surrounded by a lot more talent. So, I mean, Kate is Kate is high on my list. He, he, I don't think. Top, I don't think Kate has a shot. List. I don't you don't think, think Kate has a shot. I think they're all. I think it's too much. I think it's too much there, and they're going to spread the ball around too much. I think it's going to come down. He's the guy. Yeah, I think. I think Kate. Okay, Kate, Kate is Cunningham. K Cunningham still still on the list. Jordan Poole. Yes, he could be an all star. Yeah, I think. Okay. Let's see. There, yeah, there's open. There's openings in the West. Yeah, Jordan Poole. He can be. It's opening in the East for guards. So yeah, yeah. he can be an all star. Scotty, Scotty Barnes. I think that there is. If you look, I'm at not the a Scotty Barnes fan, so I'm gonna say no. Front court, you had Pascal Siakam, you had Julius Randle as a reserve, you had Bam Adebayo in the front court. Those three were in the front court. Joe Embiid moves up. That opens up one slot in the bench for a front court player as well. Potentially, I, I don't really think so. I think we go ahead and X Scotty Barnes out. I don't think he makes an all-star or it should be in consideration. Austin Reeves is a guard in the West. I already Damn, X'd man. him out. I X them out. There's no shot. There is no shot a, a guard in the West. Like, that is my bold, not even bold, no shot a he guard in the West is a first years. year. Without injury, no shot you're a first-year All-Star. No shot. The, the West is stacked in guards. No shot. So, Josh Giddy out. I like Josh Giddy. He's out. Shitty and Sharp for me, out. No chance. Uh, who do we have? Anthony Simons, same reason. No shot. Like, Simons... All of those guys, 16, 18, and 1. Unless he gets Simons. moved to the East. If they get because he he's in trade considerations. If he gets moved. But but nobody's getting moved in the beginning. Of, like as soon as the season starts, by the time anybody gets traded, they would have already been in consideration for what side they're in. A la yes, the Kyrie, Kevin Durant, all that. They were 
in the yes, in the West technically, but still on the yes, East All Star. So, yes, yeah, no shot for any guard in the West. Desmond Bain, I see up here, no shot for him. Alfred Sagoon, no shot. I, I think this is where we. I think this is where we draw the line of people that potentially can make All Stars. Actually, Evan Mobley is interesting. I like Evan Mobley. Uh, Evan Mobley, yeah. Evan Mobley yes. at. Let me see. Let's just shop around, see what lines we can find here for Evan um, Mobley. Evan Mobley, see. I have a twenty-eight to one. I also see Evan Mobley around here at. I think he has a thirty to one out. Yeah, I see thirty at. Uh, yeah, so there's it. Yeah, I see Bet 30. Rivers. Bet Rivers has a thirty to one for Evan Mobley. Finally, we have a conversation for a long shot that I'm willing to entertain here, and that's because Evan Mobley could 100 percent take Bam spot. Yeah, you can. as that defensive that defensive center that comes up every year, it's a defensive center that comes off the bench every year. Where they try to they try to give the old school bigs love of hey, we still appreciate you in the league. We're gonna give you that's the Rudy Gobert slot, that's the Bam Adebayo slot, Jared Allen, Aaron Jack, Jared Allen, Jared Jackson Jr. That's their slot. Evan Mobley could hundred percent slide into that slot, and that would make him a contender for most improved. Especially if he if he raises that points total to twenty points per game, because at what point has Evan Mobley's scoring just kind of been the fact that he's young in the league and why he hasn't been able to consistently put up twenty points per game? Yeah, I mean he he he's got to get better offensively. I mean that's just that's what they were missing. They couldn't they couldn't do anything outside of Mitchell in the playoffs, and they were getting dominated in the like out physical, and that's usually how they win is being physical. Uh, yeah, Mobley has to he has to get that. 15 to 17 foot jumper down. Um, he's good. He's got good hands around the basket. But again, I just think him and Jared Allen playing together is kind of it's kind of a net negative because they're clogging the paint and he can't really do anything because he's not going to shoot a three. So defenders sagging off, playing inside the paint is hard to move inside there. So I would look for him to play them separately a lot more to kind of enhance his game. But yeah, he's got to have a big year this year if Cleveland wants to um contend in the east uh and they got might got other problems with mitchell probably wanting to be out of there too so yeah i, I like uh i like mobley too that's a, that's a good bit. what do you think mobley's season high for points last year was Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. 38 he dropped 38 point game oh yeah yeah, yeah. all right let's talk about game time game time tickets tickets look tickets you should be stressing about buying tickets. You should be able to buy tickets very easily, very simply with game time. And look, you just go in there, type the area. You can get your playoff game tickets, WNBA playoffs going on. You can get, hey, you can go check and get some, you some preseason NBA tickets on the game time app. You can get tickets wherever you think. And guess what? If you find somewhere with the same section and row for less than game time, we'll credit you 110% the difference. Get to the game time app and go there. Use Promo code SGPN for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Again, create an account and redeem code twenty uh, SGPN for twenty dollars off. Go to the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, sports betting analytics platform, player props, parlays, game lines. I use Hall of Fame Bets all the time, and just ch- using their parlay optimizer and being able to find out the hit rate by leg, what my expected probability for the parlay, and just help me become a smarter, better. Stop betting in the dark and join over thirty thousand users with Hall of Fame Bets. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app. Or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGP to get 50% off your first month and start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. I'm looking at Walker Kessler, Franz Wagner, Jabari Smith, Jalen Williams, Keegan Murray, Paolo Bencaro. It's too young. He's only 
So uh, that was interesting. He could be the guy. He could. He could truly. Everybody's talking about Wimbiana really be the guy still. And and Wimbiana could take off so much attention where Devin Vassell actually takes that next step. But I'm just a Devin Vassell because I. Yeah, but he's but he's in the West though, so that's kind of you know counterproductive. That is over points prop every single time, <laughs> just because he's yeah he can't get he's in the West. Uh, yeah. This is tough. Uh, other than that, pretty much everybody that is in consideration that prop. Am I here? I thought I did I wait. Yeah, it's kind of you kind of like chopping up, so I'm kind of hearing a little bit and then okay. a little bit more. Right, it's your best long shot that you're probably gonna get right now. Well, let's get back into the favors, but I gotta talk to you about real quick because underdogs introduce scorchers five for five and pick up scorchers, and you can enjoy a spicy hundred x payout for a limited time using underdog. You can get your first deposit bonus up to five dollars, and you have hundred k Sunday where ten lucky players will each win ten k. And oh man, underdog, another week of not selecting me for the 10K. Like, guys, I'm gonna give the money right back. I'm a true DJ here. Let me win it. Underdog will also double your first deposit up to $500 when you use promo code SGPN. That is Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right. Between these favorites that we have left that we think can reasonably make an all star game, Mikael Bridges, Tyrese Maxey. I'll let you throw Kate Cunningham out there, even though I think he has no shot. <laughs> Jordan Poole. I think that that is it. Who are you sprinkling on? Maxi. Maxi. Maxi is Maxi is the guy. I mean, we just we 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 went over it. I mean, the, the Harden, even with Harden, he's still gonna put up numbers. So, if, so mm-hmm. without him, pretty sure he's gonna sprint up to what 23, 20, 22 to twenty three points a game. I think he was at like maybe seventeen, eighteen last year, and that was. Mm-hmm. That's coming off the bench and playing a lesser role um, with Harden being the primary ball handler. So I like him a lot. Maxi Maxi is probably like a full unit bet for me, to be honest with you. Is it not just Mikel Bridges after joining the Yeah, yeah. The Nets. 28, 20, I'm sorry, 23.8 points per game, 5.3 rebounds, two, 3.2 assists, and 1.3 steals. I mean, it's he doesn't miss a game. Yeah, he, like, he literally doesn't miss. I don't know how you don't how you don't go chalk and have something on Mikel Bridges here. Yeah, I I'll put a little is, something on him. Yeah, just I'll I think this is what you do though. That's that's a pretty solid. This is what this is what I'll do. I'll take a unit, and I'll break a unit up into four. And I'll play all four. And I'll play all four that I reasonably think, because I think I just think Kate Cunningham doesn't have a shot. I think there's too much. It's too much in Detroit, and I think they're all going to spread it around evenly while they continue to be pretty mediocre. But <laughs> Mikael Bridges at eight to one, Tyrese Maxey at well, Mikael Bridges I can find at ten to one. Tyrese Maxey we can find thirteen to one. We can find Evan Mobley for thirty to one, and we can find Jordan Poole for twenty to one. The fact that somebody's, the fact that DraftKings is even hanging a twenty to one for Jordan Poole is kind of insane. Like just actually kind of insane odds. Just thinking that Jordan Poole could probably be a twenty-five point per game scorer outside of Golden State, or he could have his head up his ass. He definitely gonna get the attempts. I can promise you that. That's how I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play those four, and I'm gonna sprinkle on those four because I think. 
the the first time All Star thing. When you look at that consideration, that really narrows this entire field like very easily. Like if you can't picture them as an All Star, there's no way they win this award. And this is probably not the award you go you try to get too cute with. This is this really isn't. This is probably. Uh, let's see. I think I actually have the odds of the previous award winners. Oh no, that's for no, that's for six man. We'll talk about them in a second. But yeah, I think that's it. Uh, I, that's how I'm playing it. I think those are your only people. But really, I just can't see it going outside of Mikael Bridges and Tyrese Maxey at this point. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I, I just I'll, I'll sprinkle a little bit on Kate because I'm just I'm a Kate fan. Yeah, you know, um, you got Kate. Yeah, but I'm else? On, I'm going a little bit on Mobley and um and Wiseman too. I mean, I'll have like you know it, it's not going to be big. It'll be small. But yeah, but my favorite would be would be Maxi. No, no doubt would, would be Maxi. Any shot for Obi Toppin in Indiana? <laughs> <laughs> Next. It, all right. Let's move on to the next award. We have the Sixth Man of the Year Award. Some notes that I had written down about this award. Only twice in the last 10 years has a player won the award without being a top four seed in their conference. Can you name the two players that won top the award four. without being a top four seed in their conference? Uh, how, how long ago was the window? Mm, 10 years. 10 years? Um, let's go with... Hmm. Let's go with Hero. I don't think Miami was a top four seed um, two years ago, were they? Hero is incorrect. Miami was the number one seed at oh, that wow. year. You're wow. actually uh, insane. I cashed. I cashed on this show. Miami to be number one seed at. Oh wow. What was it? I think it was like seventy five to one or something oh, like that. It's pretty crazy. Oh, bet. What about uh, Clarkson? Oh, Clarkson in two thousand twenty one. Jordan oh, Clarkson. Shoot. The Jazz were. Right, the first. I'm pretty sure they were first seed. My fault. I, oh, that's 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 the Quinn, that's Quinn Snyder's last year. Yeah, yeah I have no. They was they no were a one seed that that yeah. year. So. I have no idea then. No idea. Lou Williams twice. Lou Williams twice. The Clippers in 2018 and the Clippers in 2019. Lou Williams won back to back. Six man of the year. The Clippers wow. were an eight seed. I think an eight seed in 2019 and a ten seed in 2018, or they might be flipped. One or the other. The Clippers did not were not a top four seed. Every other year they have been a top four seed. So that's where mm-hmm. I started my handicap of if I can't imagine your team being a top four seed, there's no shot for you to win this award. I mean, Lou Williams won the award because we already knew Lou Williams is six man, basic perennial six man of the year by that point. I think those was his second and third six man of the year awards, actually. So yeah, in that span, that, in, a, this, in a four year span, or five year span. Somebody from the Clippers won it uh, four times. Lou yeah, Will yeah. three, and, and Trez won it uh, the fourth. And we could even go back a little bit more. And Jamal Crawford had a year in oh, yeah, there, too. Yeah. So we go yeah. back a little further and talk yeah. about that. But sixth man of the year, I'm going to go ahead and read down some of the odds. Favorites, Emmanuel quickly. And no way Malcolm Brogdon's still a favorite for the award. It's no shot. Malcolm, well, I'm going to tell you right now, I think quickly has no shot because the Knicks, I don't think the Knicks are a top four seed. But, I mean, hey, potentially it's New York just off the media, but I, I think there's no shot because the Knicks aren't a top four seed, and that's probably why he didn't win it last year. Malcolm Brogdon in Portland has no shot if he even finishes in Portland. Uh, Norman Powell for the Clippers. Buddy Hill, Norman Powell's 10-1. to Buddy Hill, 12-1. to Malik Monk, 12-1. to Have... 
Bobby Portis, 14-1. Chris Paul's hanging around, 16-1. I've seen some 20-1s for Chris Paul. Uh, any shot Chris Paul's coming off the bench for the entire year, the full year? Um, mm, That's a good question. Maybe. I think I think he starts off on the bench, and then he works his way into the starting lineup. I don't think Chris Paul just goes a whole season on the bench. I think yeah, no, no. I don't think he goes a whole season, but I think he'll start off – and then they'll slowly get into the rhythm of getting. I think I saw somebody tweet that they said Clay Thompson was going to be guarding uh, power forwards this year in that starting lineup, and they they uh, made a post and they're like Clay Thompson when he's got to guard Zion Williamson. <laughs> if but, he's on the court, if 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 uh, yeah, Zion's if, Zion, on the court. if Zion's on the court, right? <laughs> the uh, SGP crew had a tweet in April of who would come back to play at a game first: Demar Hamlin or Zion Williamson. Demar That's Hamlin over. did win. Demar <laughs> Hamlin did win, but that is slightly unfair because Demar Hamlin's season started before Zion. Yeah, at that point. But Kayla Martin's here at twenty-two to one. We have Jordan Poole here at twenty-two to one. I don't think that's a shot, Jordan. There's no way if Jordan Poole, if there's even a situation that Jordan Poole comes off the bench, there's no way he stays there. There's no shot for that. <laughs> He's not coming off the bench. There's no Ben Matherin. Ben Matherin. Yeah, I don't know why Jordan Poole's name's up here. They, they got Ben Matherin starting though. Twenty-five and, to one. I, I think I don't think there's a, a shot Ben Matherin stays on the bench for the the entire lineup. I don't think that this Indiana team doesn't have doesn't gain anything by having a talent like Ben Matherin on the bench. Like, I don't think there's any shot that Ben right. Matherin stays on the bench for the majority right. of the games. Uh Bogdan Bogdanovich in Atlanta twenty five to one, Josh Hart twenty five to one. So far, it's not many people that I've heard that I've said that I think they actually have a chance of being a top four seed in their conference. Malik Monk, 12 to 1. Yeah. Bobby Portis, 14 to 1. Yeah. Uh, I guess Chris Paul, I don't think there's any shot. He's, he even qualifies for this award. Caleb Martin, maybe with Miami. That's a very, very fringe maybe. Uh, ben Matherin, and, and no shot. Indiana's a top four seed. No shot. That the Hawks are for, are a top four seed. I don't believe in the Knicks at all as a Knicks fan. No faith in them at all. Tyrese Maxey, there's no way he qualifies for this award. Which with everything going on with James Harden, there's no way he qualifies for this award. I agree. Okay. Kevin Porter Jr.'s name is still up here <laughs> <laughs> in the betting market. <laughs> you can take this name down, guys. <laughs> I, I think we're good. Austin Reeves is up here at twenty eight to one. Cam Thomas is up here at twenty-eight to one as well. Twenty-eight, yeah, twenty-eight and one. Man, DraftKings got forty-five. Oh yeah. Oh well, use you shop your lines. Get your best. Yeah, line. Dra- at this got point, 45. that's crazy. At this point, that's basically you. Basically, have a handful of teams in each conference that you can pick out and say that their six-man probably has a shot. The Bucks, which is Bobby Portis. I don't think that I don't I'm not believing in it, but he has a shot just because he's going to be a top four seed. You know, the Celtics are going to be a top four seed. So there goes Derek White, who's at what, 12 to one. Uh, yeah, Derek's 12 to yeah, Derek White at 12 to one odds. So you have uh, who else in the East has a shot? You have the 76ers and I don't even think we understand who's going to be the sixth man on that team. You have the Cavs. Who is that? Is that Max Struess now? Is Max Struess the sixth man for the Cavs now? Um, I think it's going to be Karis LeVert. Does Karis LeVert come, or does he go back into the starting lineup? Listen, they need to trade him. Karis LeVert is horrible, man. Max Struess is actually kind of interesting as a long shot. If we just talk about what the award means, 
if Max Schroes comes off the bench and actually has a consistent year shooting the basketball, that could be – I could talk myself into Max Schroes. I'm not saying it's going to happen or it's even close, but I could talk yeah. myself into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm down on Cleveland. So I don't think I, I don't think they'll be um, a top a top four seed. I think they'll be playing. So who's four? If you say that it's if you say it's Boston, Milwaukee, and 76ers, who's four? Boston, Milwaukee, 76ers. Uh oh man. A team I'm high on. Give me Indiana. Top no four shot. seed. Give me in, no Indiana? Indiana. Indiana. Indiana doesn't play defense. Rick Carlisle doesn't he literally Indiana, doesn't coach man. the he doesn't coach the defensive side of ball. Or I, I can if you I can get with I can get with the Hawks too. I can get with those two. Maybe Snyder. Maybe Snyder elevates the Hawks. Snyder is a great regular season coach, and he Snyder has a full could year to implement. Okay, stuff. I can I can get behind the Hawks a little bit. Four potentially up for grabs. I think it's clear cut Cleveland, but if you told me the Hawks, so Bogdan at twenty five to one, maybe is really. I mean, Karis Levert's pretty de- pretty far down there. Uh. Going over to the West, you have. I mean, well, I, I guess we can say that it, there's no shot any Lakers. <laughs> Lakers are not going to be a top four seed. They, what? They're not. They're not going to be a top four seed. The Lakers are going to be a top four seed this year. Lakers best team in the West. The Lakers. Tr- the Lakers are probably not going to care about the regular season at this point. I don't know, man. I don't know. I got different. I, I got different thoughts, and I don't, and I'm an LA fan. I usually don't, don't even have high expectations for them, but this year, I think it's Lakers are Lakers are going to win the West. Yeah, yeah. I think the West is more up for grabs. Like, there's more teams you could sell me on being a top four seed, but get your Lakers number one overall seed bet seeing right now. I think Malik Monk with the. I think Malik Monk's got to be on the card. He's got to be. He's on my sixth man of the year card with the Kings. Kings, I think, can run him back and be just as good in the regular season as they were last year. Malik Monk. I mean, he can. He could potentially average twenty off the bench. Like that is that is a possibility for Malik Monk. It's just they have to keep him on the bench. Mm-hmm. But is I mean, who's really? Yeah, I mean, he's. They got so they're gonna start with Fox. They're gonna start Fox uh, unless he takes Kevin Herter's spot because Keegan's cemented at the three. Um, they got. Sabonis at the four or five, and uh, who else is? I don't think you. I don't think you pull Herder. I think you let Herder be that stretch. Who, you let who else is the starter? Oh, Harrison Barnes. Yeah, I think he, I think Malik Monk's. Uh, he's gonna. He's coming off the bench the entire yeah, yeah, season. Malik, Malik, Malik Monk, Monk at. Uh, what eyes do you see from Malik Monk? I see. What do I have from Malik Monk? I see thirteen. Yeah, I'll take Malik Monk at thirteen and one. I, I, I think honestly, I think Malik Monk is probably my favorite for the award. Buddy Heald is up here at 12 to 1. I you have faith in the Pacers. You I have 12? No faith. I see a 12. What do you have? Man, I got 30 at DraftKings. 30. Go ahead and read down the list you have. Let's use DraftKings odds. I'm on uh, offshore. Yeah, I mean, I I'll just I mean, some of these are like I got the odds screen open and a couple of places have them. So I'll, I'll just read off starting from from top to bottom. You got quickly at I mean, not quickly. You got Brogdon at Brogdon and quickly at 8 to 1. No shot uh, for either one. Uh Norman Powell at 10 to 1. Derek White twelve to one, Malik Monk thirteen, Bobby Portis fifteen, Chris Paul, Rui at twenty, um, Bogdan at twenty two, Buddy Hield, Karis Levert, Josh Hart, 
Christian Wood, Caleb Martin, Gary Trent Jr., all at 30 to 1. All right. At this point, I think Malik Monk is he I think he's he's probably the odds on favorite for the I think it should be between Malik Monk and maybe Derek White. Yeah. I, I got Derek White, that. I think it's too many mouths to feed, and he's not gonna be consistent enough. Yeah, that's you're probably right. I'm, I'm gonna but, probably take a long shot. If you look at this, if you look at this Kings team, and I'm curious of where the stats lined up last year, so I'm gonna go ahead and pull it up. But if you look at this, where the heck are the Sacramento Kings? There they go. So if you look at this Kings team last year, Darren Fox 25 per game. Sabonis, 19. Kevin Herter, 15. Harrison Barnes, 15. Malik Monk, 13.5. Malik Monk couldn't get into the 18. He could be 18. Like, there's a a chance where Malik Monk is their third leading scorer for the season. He might be the second. I mean, seriously. And I just think that if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to consistently bring him off the bench, I, I don't see anybody else that's really, really, really like makes me want to grab and place a bet on this award. Uh, I, I not quickly off because I just don't think the Knicks are going to be good enough. And even though he'll probably have his moments and flashes and quickly is just going to be so easily thrown into the starting lineup. Like you're one injury away from quickly being in the starting lineup. Whereas Malik Monk, I think you want him to run that second unit, be in that second unit. Yeah, come in certain for clutch time stuff. And, and you know, when you're in a, a scoring fest, but I think Malik Monk's, yeah, that's my favorite for the award, 13-1. I, I think that he should probably have the best odds, and this 13-1 is going to shrink very, very quickly in the season. Yeah, I like Malik Monk. Um, I like Matherin, too, if he's not going to. They got him starting right right now, but I think I think he'll come off the bench a little bit more this year. Um, for who it, though? Who starts? Um, let me look at let me look at Indiana's roster. Like you could tell me that Matherin last year it was because he was a rookie and they you know continued to bring him off the bench. But when injuries came, push came to shove, like they were pushing him in the starting lineup, no question. Yeah. So I'm guessing the so this is what I think they're gonna they're gonna do. I think they're gonna and, go Tyrese at the one. Then they go with Bruce Brown. They're gonna go with Bruce Brown. That's two. Miles um, Turner is three. I think they're gonna start Jarius Walker because they want the defense. And yeah, I mean, I guess you gotta choose between Buddy Hield and and Benedict Mather. So yeah, I mean, but fifty to one, bro. That's, I mean, I think it's worth a shot. Fifty to one. Um, who else do I like? Uh, so I mean, I guess you can get. I don't. I don't know you. It's gonna be you're gonna have to see what how the lineup shakes out to see which one comes off the bench or whatever the case may be. And Buddy Hill has been talked about in trade rumors for the past 16 years, so um, you have to come off the bench more games than you start. That is yeah. the only stipulation. You have to come off the bench more games than you start. Yeah, I kind of like Norman Powell too. I bet him last year, but he got hurt. Um, then again, do I really believe in the Clippers to be a top four? No, so. Clippers aren't going to be good, man. Clippers, they, they don't care. Norman Powell might not even play the 65 games to be for anything. Yeah, he might not. Listen, if I'm, I'm going to take like a couple of dollars and bet on Trey Mann, 200 to 1. I'm not going to lie to you. I just don't know how – I don't know if he's going to be the sixth man or not, but I think he has a shot. OKC just got so much damn talent, it's hard to just – to pick who they're going to go with at any given time. But yeah. 
Trey Man, two hundred to one. I'm I'm putting I'm putting uh I'm putting some Domino's money on it. <laughs> some piece of money on Trey Man. Yeah, I, I can see that. I guess I can see that more. Like if you sold me, I, I'm I'm the greatest OKC supporter though. I can always convince myself that OKC will be good one year. Uh, I, I think that is clear cut. Malik Monk, Derek White. I think you have to have something on those two if you're in this market. It just feels like the that they are getting a little overlooked because of quickly. I have no idea how Brogdon's still up here. This I don't know how both of those guys are favorites. I really don't. I, I can understand quickly because of just the the New York factor and the, Man, the, media, they, they factor. the media. The media is making quickly a favorite because they feel like he got robbed last year. But Man. at the end of the day, if the Knicks are eight, seven, eight, like he he doesn't have a chance. And I don't so, even know if he's gonna be the six man. What is Dante gonna be there? Um, who else? Josh Hart. Like he got to play in front. Was Josh, does Josh Hart start? Mm, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, so he got two guys. I would assume, play in front of him. Like, he couldn't even get Josh on the court. Starts. He couldn't even get on the court in the playoffs. I just don't think Bobby Portis is good enough to be six man of the year. I don't think he's gonna consistently put up the numbers. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like Bobby Portis. I mean, I, I I don't I'm not for this award. I just like him as a player. When is Bobby Portis? He's been coming off the bench like in this six man role basically for them for a while. He's never been in consideration for this award. It's just he's just never gonna get it. I you can't really sell. I mean, maybe a long. I can't really sell myself on anybody outside of those two to be honest. Those that's that's who I'm. I'm Derek White. It sounds disgusting sprinkling on a Celtic, but I did it last year with Brogdon, and I ended up coming away with some money. So Derek White and and I do know the Derek White handicap is the same handicap for Brogdon last year that I used in the fact that the Celtics did say to Malcolm Brogdon and some other players that I know that they approached in a free agency trying to sign them that they really, really wanted a six man of the year. Like they said, they wanted they wanted to emphasis on that six man position so that they could have a six man of the year and have that person coming off the bench running that second unit. That's why Malcolm Brockton got all the opportunity in the world to win the award, and he did win the award. I think that that naturally can fall on to Derek White now. That is basically his show coming off the bench. So Derek White, twelve and one. Malik Monk, thirteen to one. I, I can't see myself really sprinkling anywhere else. Like I don't even want to get cute with this award. Here, Let me ask to be you honest. this. I got three guys I'm gonna ask you about before we get out of here. They're all at are they all at the same odds? Mm. Uh yeah, okay. So let's I'll start I'll start with the highest odds. Fifty to one, Seth Curry. I would go Josh Green before I go Seth. Curry. Okay, that was my that was my other guy. He's sixty to one. Oh, yo, yeah. What? What? I am the most pro Josh Green person yeah. ever. I he's will. He, he's probably yeah. gonna be the first okay. person on the I'm bench, sprinkling right? on Josh Green. I'm sprinkling yeah. on Josh Green 61. at sixty to one. Okay. All right. Yes. Another, he, another he's six, perfect perfect timing. I am one hundred percent sprinkling on Josh Green. Thank you. Um, second guy. Actually, actually, Seth Curry's hundred to one. Um, that's not bad. He might start. He might actually. Well, no, he's not going to start. But he he's not. He no. Seth. When has Seth Curry ever been a six man? Like he's come off the bench from numerous teams. He's never been a six man. I mean, he's back comfortable with uh, Mavericks. So I think I think he got mm, he got a shot. Uh, last one. Um, where did it go? Where did it go? Nasri sixty to one. No way. No. 
I will Nas not. Reed? I will not. I'm not sprinkling anything on Nas Reed to win. In, to win six man of the year, there's no. Damn, really? Is he still with the freaking? Yeah, he's with the Wolves. No shot. The Wolves aren't even a top four seed. Um, Wolves are going to continue to be bad. I don't know, man. I mean, I, maybe, maybe. What's the difference uh, between this Wolves team this year and the Wolves team last year? What's the difference? Anthony Edwards. The issue, the issue was that they just could not get any type of rhythm going, any identity going with Cat and Rudy Gobert both in the lineup. I mean, there Kat is no like shot. Three fourths of the year too. So I mean, there is no shot. They're a top four seed. Hey I man, I'm sprinkling on Nasri, sixteen to one. No way. That's a waste of money. I would take. I'd rather take Brandon Clark for Memphis. That that sounds even. Like he's not. Boring. He's probably not even going to be ready for the start of the year. Exactly. So there's no way. It's no way. Mm. I, all right, that's my card. I'll give you six man of the year. That's my card. I'm taking Malik Monk. I'm taking Derek White, and I got to sprinkle my guy Josh Green. But that's just because it's my guy Josh Green at sixty to one. I'm going. I'm going Norm Powell ten to one. Um, I do like. Uh, I do like Malik Monk at thirteen. Uh, was that was that the best number thirteen? Yeah, thirteen. Yeah, Malik so Monk's gonna win this award. And, I think it's right. I think the writing's on the wall. Malik Monk's gonna win this award. And I got. Let me get another guy in here because you give up three. I'm gonna go Bobby Portis. I know you don't like it, but I'm gonna go with Bobby Portis. Sixteen. And I'm gonna throw some. I'm gonna throw some Domino's money on on Josh Green, Nas Reed, and a couple other guys just for the hell of it. Looking at the previous award winners for Six Man of the Year. Closing odds, Malcolm Brogdon was 11-1 for the season started. Tyler Hero was 11-1 for the season started. Jordan Clarkson was 7-1. Montrez Harrell was 11-1. Lou Williams was 3-1. And Lou Williams was 8-1. <laughs> I, I don't – there's no – there's no – I'm taking my – I'm taking my Josh Green pick back. There's no point in spread. There's no point in sprinkling on a long on a long shot here. It doesn't happen. You never in the know. Past five, what's this, that was the past six years of the award. Like, it just does – it doesn't happen. Like, whoever – is close to the top. You don't get chalky with this award. I'd rather go sprinkle some more money on most improved rather than getting chalky here. It's to me, it's clear cut Malik Monk or Derek White. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not. Yeah, it's clear cut Malik Monk or Derek White for me. All right. Well, I'll say anything else for the people before we get up out of here. That's it, man. I'm good to go. All right. For the two people. That are here catching us live. Yes, like the video on your way out. And if you hop in on YouTube catching this video at any point before we get up out of here, make sure you like the video before we go. And for all the people that are catching us wherever they listen to their podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast. And look, make sure you follow us. He's XXLanteXX, something like that on Twitter. What is it? Yeah, that's right. Yep, and I am really real underscore underscore. Make sure you follow Moon Off as well, Sports Nerd eight two four, and you follow Scott at Rachel Radio. Other than that, I mean that there you go. I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. Just gonna end it like this. We are out of here. Basketball, get it, get it, get it.